hear the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this on your own, or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So, you are a king. Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of the one who is and who was and who is to come, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Happy Christ the King Sunday. Now I have to be honest with you. The theology of Christ as a king never really appealed to me. One of my earliest memories of being asked to imagine Jesus visually was when I was about 15 years old. So I imagined Jesus not as King Jesus, but as hippie Jesus. In my teenage prayer life, I would close my eyes and imagine myself sitting on a hilltop with my friend Jesus in his worn-out blue jeans and T-shirts. He had olive skin and long, messy hair and a smile that made me feel safe and loved and at peace. To this day, hippie Jesus is the one I go to when the changing seasons make me look inward, when life lacks peace, when I am overwhelmed. It is this accompanying big brother figure who reminds me that I am not alone and everything is going to be all right. But lately, the big picture of our world doesn't feel like it's going to be all right. Not even with my friend Jesus standing right here with me, looking at the mess of humanity and shedding the tears that I shed. A poem by Warsan Shire, a 25-year-old Kenyan-born Somalian woman caught my attention this week. The poem is about the night that she heard about her aunt's house being set on fire in Somalia. The last two stanzas of her poem could apply to any of the nights in our lives when we end our day after hearing terrible news. Later that night, she writes, I held an atlas in my lap ran my finger across the whole world and whispered, where does it hurt? It answered, 
everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. After I read this poem, I sat there thinking of all of the everywheres that have been on my heart lately. Baghdad, Syria, Paris, Mali, Sudan, Nigeria, Somali, Ferguson, Chicago, Boston, Concord, here, here in this place, people are hurting. I am hurting. As I sat and prayed and hurt, I was aware of my beloved hippie Jesus right there by my side, but sitting next to me, crying with me, Jesus came across as just as helpless as I am. Maybe he is. Maybe Jesus is mainly God's way of joining us, empathizing with us, and accompanying us. Maybe Jesus is as limited in his ability to bring about healing and change in this world as I feel I am. But I hope not. And in that hope, I am realizing that I ache to know that Jesus is as powerful as the title of this day implies. Not just hippie Jesus, or Emmanuel, or the babe in the manger that we await with the onset of Advent next week. Not merely a nomadic rabbi or a human revolutionary, but a king. For this I was born, he told Pilate, for this I came into the world. Maybe we tend to be adverse to Christ the King theology in the Episcopal Church, for those of us who are, because the title of King carries with it something akin to human power, which is too often misused. But Jesus is clear that his kingdom is not of this world. He is not an abusive king. He is not of the powers that corrupt creation. He is not of hatred or violence or retaliation or preferential treatment. He is not any of the things that repel us about human authority gone wrong. And... He seems to be inviting us into his courts, which we cannot do unless we know that it is a king that we seek. In response to his invitation, let us explore a few ways to seek, find, and embrace Christ, our king. One way into this kingly imagery is to realize the importance of authority. I don't think I had any grasp on the importance of authority until a few years ago when I realized that I was the parent of an unruly toddler. I do not mean this as a complaint against my oldest child. It is the job of all toddlers to be unruly, and she was no exception. I realized in one particularly difficult parenting season that I had, to a degree, hopped on the bandwagon of avoiding the authority I was given when I was given a child to rear. 
lest I misuse said authority and crush the beautiful spirit that was at the time sinking her teeth into my leg. (laughs) Repeatedly. Suddenly, I was faced with many questions about what kind of authority figure I was going to be in her life. I started to realize that humble egalitarian partner did not seem to work. She did not seem to find much solace in mom as equal, nor did navigating her life without clear, firm instructions seem to serve her well. As I continue to try to live into my children's need for a strong authority figure, I see my own need for a strong God who I can count on when my own efforts feel feeble. I see my own need for a God who is big enough to hold this world firmly while bombs and guns and deep-seated hatred cause humanity to sink our teeth into one another and into our Creator. I see my own need for a royal Christ who I can look at with awe and know that all will be okay. And I thank God that Christ was bold enough to know himself and thus claim his royal authority. I think that Christ's kingly authority can empower us to live into our own authority with love and strength, be it parental authority or authority in the church or the world. But his authority can also serve to keep us humble. Christ's kingly power, because it is perfect and divine is very different from our power. And I think we sometimes lose sight of that. Hippie Jesus looks an awful lot like me. And I may just start to believe that I can do and be all the things that he can do and be. It is tempting to believe that I am called to save the world, that I am called to be everything to everyone and then some. It is the prerogative of the progressive faithful to roll up our sleeves and eradicate hunger, sorrow, abuse, violence, and all manner of suffering. The trouble is, we can get so entrenched in our mission that we lose sight of who holds the real power, who is really saving this world, who is really everywhere for everyone. All the time. While Christ invites us into his kingship, we are not and never can be people of the kingdom without him. We need Christ the king, not just because we need a king, but because we need a different kind of king. Christ is a king who redefines the monarchy, reclaims the responsibility to care for all in the kingdom, and wears robes of strength and courage and generosity. Christ is the king who, in today's gospel, confidently stood before Pilate on trial 
for claiming his kingship and spoke the dangerous truth of his own sovereignty. Christ the King is real on a level that is hard to get our heads around, a level that is sometimes hard to relate to, which is why I will always need to find myself accompanied by my easier-to-access hippie Jesus as well. But Christ the King is, I do believe in my heart of hearts, who we need right now to bring about a kingdom of love in this world. A kingdom filled with a love that is stronger than ISIS, stronger than bombs, stronger than any military response, stronger than any human leader, stronger than any attack, stronger than anything we can do for good or ill on our own. Because, as he said so clearly to Pilate, his kingdom is not of this world. It is so much bigger. As we approach Advent and prepare to receive Christ as a tiny, vulnerable baby Jesus, let us remember that he is also the one who is and who was and who is to come, the Alpha and the Omega, the one who will never falter in his strong and powerful and royal presence with us, with all of us. Amen. Amen.